Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. So glad to have you all today. I just wanted to be able to bless you. And I am so excited about what I'm going to share with you. So make sure that you share this with your friends, share this with your networks. I believe this will bless many. I just wanted to make sure that I reminded you all that my webinar is coming up and I am so excited about it. There's so much power in the pen and many people limit the way that God wants to heal them. And I believe that this is a season where God wants to do some tremendous healing. And many of you are going to find that through your pen. So if you haven't already registered, you can go to MashaniAllen.com and register. But I want to get into this teaching like this. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> As you can see, I'm really excited about this. So I had a conversation with a friend on the other day and I ended up posing a question to her, which was actually posed to the both of us at the same time. And the question was, are you afraid to believe that you are great? Now, mind you, both of us are believers, but the question was, are you afraid to believe that you are great? And sometimes, you know, we know our scriptures. Oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, mighty is my God. And I believe all of that. I really do. But sometimes I wonder, are we afraid to be great? Are we comfortable being mediocre? Are we comfortable hiding? Are we comfortable with, you know, a few people knowing how talented we are, but not everybody, you know, are we, are we comfortable, you know, not getting the fullness of what we're worth? And listen, that's something I'm working on right now because I'm constantly giving stuff away for free, my knowledge, my wisdom, you know, skills that I have. I'm learning that. So as I'm talking to you all, I'm not talking from a place that I have already arrived because my friends constantly check me, you know, it's like you keep giving everything away. You know, you don't, you don't allow people um, to honor the value, but are you afraid to be great? Are you afraid of your greatness? Are you afraid of the fullness of who God called you to be? manifesting? Are you afraid of every gift, every treasure, every jewel on the inside of you coming to the surface? Are you afraid of that? Is that something that you can truly embrace? Is that something that you're ready to see revealed? Is that something that you can even acknowledge? Can you even say that there's greatness in me? Can you even verbalize that and believe it? So, I mean, this really got me. I was up, uh, how long I've been up? I've been up since four. I think I've been up since four. So I wrote a prophetic poem this morning and then I was meditating and praying and all those great things. But 
This is what the Holy Spirit led me to share with you all today. Are you afraid of your greatness? And this is the thing. I'm going to tell y'all something. So I am one who has done a whole lot. I've done a whole lot. And sometimes I discredit that I already know a thing. Sometimes I discredit how knowledgeable, you know, I am. Sometimes I disqualify myself. Sometimes I've done self-sabotage. Sometimes I've talked myself out of stuff. And it's amazing how God can use even a situation with a complete stranger to get you right together. So I was at a makeup counter earlier last week and I was having a conversation with the makeup artist and I was considering going back to school to do makeup. And the more I talked to him, when I told him, you know, he was, he was telling me what you would learn if you went to school. And he was like, you know, you will understand undertones and this and that. And I was like, well, you know, I already know all of that because I used to work for prescriptors and we used to custom blending makeup. So I would make people's makeup from scratch. So he's looking at me and he's like, why do you want to go to school? (laughs) I mean, what are you, what are you trying to learn? And there was a specific technique that I was um, wanting to learn. And he was like, you don't have to go to school for that. You can watch a YouTube video. You can, you know, connect with an artist and just have them teach you a little bit of technique. But when you know the basics, you know, sometimes you just have to stand in front of the person and allow the artist to arise. And when he said that, I was like, okay, you just got me right together. And it was like, there's something huge that I'm about to do with that. (laughs) be announcing in a few weeks. But I'm like so excited because what God has been doing is he's been showing me, girl, you got the goods. Girl, you got the goods. You just keep thinking you don't have them. And this is one thing that as I was meditating, as y'all can see, I'm a little hyped and I can't help it. But as I was meditating on this topic, one thing that came to me was how many people need to validate you before you understand you great? How many people need to validate you before you understand you got it? How many people need to validate you before you just step out there and do it? How, how many validations do you need? You do somebody makeup and they absolutely love it. And you still like, but you know, I don't really know if I'm a, I'm a, um, I don't know if I'm an artist. You know, somebody reaches out to you to do a design. They absolutely love it. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm a designer. I don't. I don't know if I'm creative. You know, you write something for somebody and they're just in awe. And I don't, I don't know if I'm a writer. How many validations do we need before we just embrace and accept our greatness? So I want to share a scripture with you that so lines up with everything that I'm saying. And in 1 Samuel chapter 10, we have the story of when Saul was going to be anointed as king. And what's so amazing about this scripture is when you read 1 Samuel chapter 10, you see at the beginning of this chapter that he is with, Saul is with Samuel and and Saul is anointing him and he poured oil on his head and he placed all this honor on him and he told him what God had called him to do. I mean, he just laid it out for a brother. 
I mean, he made sure the spirit, of, he let him know the spirit of the Lord was going to come upon him and that he will prophesy and he will be turned into another man. And everything that Samuel told Saul happened. But the scripture that I want to share with you all today is verse 22. Now, after all of this has happened, all of this has happened. Read this verse. It says, let me go to chapter verse 21. It says, nope, let me start at verse 20. It says, and when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was chosen. And Saul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they sought him, he could not be found. Verse 22. Therefore, they inquired of the Lord further. Has the man come here yet? And the Lord answered. There he is hidden among the equipment. Now, I, listen, this is all just flowing because I ain't studied this out. So just flow with me. I find it so amazing that it says there were three dimensions through which it finally got to him. First, the tribes had to come together. Then his tribe was chosen. Then his family's tribe was chosen four levels and then he was chosen all this took place proving that he was the man for the job and when they went to look for him he was hiding some of us got so many prophecies it don't make no kind of sense some of us have had complete strangers validate us. Some of us have had friends that have been trying to pump us up, that have been trying to encourage us, that have been saying, girl, just do it. Girl, you chosen. Girl, you the one. You the chosen one. You can do it. And we constantly waiting. We're constantly fearing. We're constantly questioning. Because maybe a parent said something when you were young. Or maybe a sibling said something you were when you were young. Or maybe a teacher or someone in leadership said something to you. No matter how much other people say, you're still holding on to what was said. No matter the fact that you've been anointed. No matter the fact that things that people have said about you has been happening. It's true. But still you question your greatness. Who need to validate you? If God validated you, who need to validate you if God chose you? Now, I, let, 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 let me be clear. I'm not talking about moving in error. I'm not talking about not being disciple. And I'm not talking about not being submissive. I'm talking about allowing the gift, the grace, and the ability, the ability of God to come to the fullness of its potential and exceed even what you think it can be. Are you afraid of your greatness? Are you afraid of people knowing how great of a creation you are? Are you afraid of people coming to the knowledge of the gifts, the treasures, the richness that's on the inside of you? Are you afraid of that? Or are you willing to say, you know what, God, listen, this situation got to change. So from this day forward, 
I will embrace my greatness, not from a haughty position and not from, cause you got to understand when you don't embrace your greatness, you're denying God the ability to do what he desires to do and what he has written about you before the foundations of the world. Do you want to continue to deny God? You know, we, we, we want people to see the miracles of God and, you know, we want, listen, some of those miracles will only come through your greatness from you allowing God to make you great. Not for you to be haughty and not for you to be prideful, but that men may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. We as the body of Christ have to embrace the greatness of our God. See, we can, and this is the thing. Sometimes it's hard for us to even embrace him being great. Then to say that we're supposed to be great. But we got to, first of all, embrace his greatness and then embrace our greatness and not just embrace it. We have to also steward it properly. You know, we we can. And I'm speaking to me. We can't just give our greatness away. Like I tell people, I don't waste oil, even though sometimes I have let a little drop and a little dribble go by. <laughs> I'm working on it, you know. But we have to begin to understand the value of who we are. We have to begin to understand the uniqueness of who God made us to be. It's not you trying to be somebody else. It's not you trying to do it the way somebody else does. I remember a prophetic word that I received on July 11, 2012. The prophetic word said, the, the woman was like, just like you see them hills over there. The Lord says, step into your uniqueness, step into your greatness, do it the way I do it in you. And that's what I tell my altar team. That's what I tell the, the, the prophetic team. You know, don't you? And, and that's what I tell you. But whatever it is you do, whether you're a hairdresser, designer, a makeup artist, you know, a scribe, an author, you know, a musician, a psalmist, a teacher, you know, a scientist, whatever it is you do, do it the way he does it in you. Allow the unique factor to be what shines forth from you. I'm an author. It's a whole lot of people that write books. But didn't nobody write a book like mine. I allowed my unique factor to shine through my book, to shine through the words. And even the next book that I'm about to release, the, the uniqueness of that book is astounding. It's absolutely genius. And I'm, I'm putting things in place to position myself so I can experience the fullness financially that will come from the uniqueness of the revelation that God gave me. You know, we have to be okay with people embracing that we're great. First, we have to embrace it, but then we have to be okay when other people acknowledge it, when other people recognize it. We have to know how to handle applause. Some of us are so comfortable with criticism to where we can't handle applause. Some of us are so comfortable with negativity to where we can't handle acknowledgement. Some of us are so comfortable with being degraded to where we can't handle praise. 
But I admonish you, embrace your greatness. There is only one you. You have to be the best you that you can be. When you're not, you do a disservice to those that you know and to even those that you don't know. So let this be an encouragement to you to embrace your greatness. Don't be afraid of your greatness. This is something that I, I shared with someone else that I, I was checked on myself. You know, sometimes we can be so busy learning to where we're never doing. And we keep learning. And I'm not talking about the things of God because we forever supposed to be learning the things of God. But there are some skill sets we already got. But we try to keep learning as a procrastination tool to justify that we don't embrace our greatness. We don't see it that way. It's like, well, I need to take this one more class and I need to learn this. That when I tell you in that makeup counter, that man got me together so quick. He don't even know he got me together, but the Holy Spirit was right there in that conversation. It's like, baby, you already got to just do what you know to do. And I'm about to do that thing. Baby, listen, it's about to be amazing around here. But I had, even for the revelation that is being released into me in this season, there were thought processes and limitations that I had that the Holy Spirit had to deal with me on. And when I allow him to show me me, when I allow him to show me areas of fear, when I allow him to show me areas where I still had some insecurities, when I allow him to show me areas where I was still kind of doubting some stuff, when I allow him to say, show me, baby, you got the goods. Listen, Stuff has been popping. Connections have been coming. Relationships ridiculous. Downloads astounding. But it didn't come until I embraced my greatness. And I had to understand some stuff I already know. Even the stuff I don't think I know. I really do know. <laughs> and if I don't, I know how to get an answer. And I had to be okay understanding, you know what? I don't need to know how to do everything. Because if you're about to set up an empire, you outsource things. You, you don't allow all your time to go to a project. You outsource that to somebody else. That's how you, he's teaching me kingdom. He's teaching me how to be a conglomerate. When you your own conglomerate, that's just genius. But he's teaching, he's showing me the bigger picture. But the bigger picture can't come until you embrace your greatness. And you have to ask yourself, why are you afraid to be great? What makes you feel disqualified from greatness? Constantly we see these stories of people who excelled in the area, whether it's the arts, whether it's medicine, whether it's English. You know, some of them had a stutter. Some of them didn't even finish high school. You know, some of them were abandoned as a child. We hear all these stories and none of that stopped them from being great. So you have to ask yourself, what is stopping me? From fully embracing my greatness. And this is the thing.
Let me do a segue plug for my class. I, last year, at the end of the year, we were doing deliverance ministry. And I had the privilege and the honor to do deliverance ministry for some of the men who are leaders at our church. And I began to sing songs of deliverance over the men that I was praying for. And one of the men that I was praying for, the word, the lyrics, I will never forget them because they were so powerful. But what I began to sing over him was, arise into the fullness of your calling. And I kept repeating it. I kept repeating it, arise into the fullness of your calling. And I would call his name out and I would say, arise into the fullness of your calling. And, and I, I, I hadn't thought about it for this scope, but it was brought to me as I was doing this scope to help some of you to know the fullness of my calling as an author did not come until I started journaling. So some of you can't arise to the fullness of your calling until you do the first things first, because some things are used to unlock the fullness of your calling. Like the gentleman that I was praying for, deliverance helped him to arise to the fullness of his calling. Healing can help you arise to the fullness of your calling. For some of you, that's why this webinar is being offered. Because when you get healed through journaling, when you get delivered through journaling, when you begin to understand the concept and the idea of the power of the pen, the gifts, the graces, the abilities, and the mandate that has been hijacked, that has been covered, that has been caved in, that has been locked, will begin to be unlocked to allow you to arise to the fullness of your calling. Because for some of you, your pen is the activator. When you get that in motion, when you begin to release the hurt through the pen, when you begin to release the disappointment through the pen, when you begin to release the emotions through the pen, it will allow you to arise to the fullness of your calling. I have met people that have been activated by their pen and it unlocked and activated other gifts, other graces and other abilities in their life. And if you know that you're in a place where you're stuck, if you know that you're in a place where you need healing, if you know that there is more in you, but you feel so strongly there's something blocking, I implore you and admonish you to register for the webinar. I believe that this is a strategic key that God is going to use for many to unlock some hidden things on the inside. But the key is the pen. And some of you be like, well, Mashani, you know, I'm not trying to write a book. Are you trying to be healed? Well, Mashani, I'm not trying to be write a book. Are you trying to be delivered? Um, Mashani, I'm not trying to write a book. Are you trying to be free? Are you trying to be whole? But I really believe 
And some of you, this needs to be unlocked now to position you for what he has for you. Because I mentioned this before when I was talking. For some of us, it's not that God doesn't want to release into us. He just had to put the stuff on reserve, you know, because God don't like wasting oil. So he had to put some stuff on reserve for us because he's not trying to pour in something broken. He wants you to be able to hold that, which is most precious. The revelation that he wants to give you, the healing that he wants to give you, the deliverance that he wants to give you. He wants you to be able to hold that, which is most precious. So for some of you, it's about the release. You've been holding on for, to stuff for too long. And because you constantly have those thoughts in your head, you haven't been able to release the thoughts. So you haven't been able to embrace your greatness. You haven't been able to release the hurt. So you haven't been able to embrace your greatness. You haven't been able to release the disappointment. So you haven't been able to embrace your greatness. So this will help you. This is one way and not the only, but this is one way. This is one tool that you can use to help you to embrace your greatness. So you're not like Saul when the king and the priest come looking for you. When those of influence, when those of authority, when those of power, when those who you are your destiny connection, and they come looking for you. You don't want to be like Saul. Hiding in bags. Knowing you done got all this prophecy. Knowing you done had all these dreams. Knowing he's given you all these promises. But because you haven't embraced your greatness. You're hiding. The pen can bring you out of hiding. And, you know, it's people wonder why I'm so passionate about journaling. It saved my life. And I'll tell you more about it when you register for the webinar. But there's so much power in the pen. So I want you all to truly embrace your greatness in this season. Again, not to be haughty and not to be prideful, but it's a way of honoring God. When you say, God, I want to be. Everything that you purpose for me to be. I want that book that you have written about me in the heavenlies. I want to do everything in that book. I want to become everything in that book. I want to experience everything in that book. I choose to embrace my greatness. I choose to embrace my uniqueness. I choose to embrace that I'm a vessel that will be used by you and I won't slight another person. I won't, I won't allow the enemy to cause me to self-sabotage or talk myself out of that which you have gifted, that which you have purposed, and that which you have mandated for me to be and for me to do. I will be strong and courageous. 
So I pray that this blessed you. I'm stirred and excited. This has blessed me. I just had to get that out there. Um, <laughs> I did. Man, listen, this man, listen, go read um, 1 Samuel chapter 10. And I recommend reading it in other versions so you can really get the depth and allow the Holy Spirit to act. You know, to ask the Holy Spirit, am I hiding in the bags or have I embraced my greatness? If I'm hiding in the bags, what type of bags am I hiding in? Am I hiding in bags of rejection? Am I hiding in bags of insecurity? Am I hiding in bags of hurt? Am I hiding in bags of fear? What kind of bags? What, what am I using to cover myself? And then ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him to deliver you. Ask him to heal you. Ask him to give you wisdom on how to walk out of that and truly embrace your greatness. So I thank you all so much for joining me. For those of you who are new, um, you can learn more about me by going to my website, MashaniAllen.com. You can also follow me on social media at MashaniAllen. And yeah, I do have another book that I'm about to launch that I'm really excited about. But if you don't have the first book, I highly recommend that you get that as well. It's called The Beauty of Holiness, A Makeover from the Inside Out. You can get that at Amazon or Barnes & Noble online or directly from my website. But I thank you all so much for joining. I pray that you have been provoked. I pray that you have been challenged. I pray that you have been stirred. I pray that you truly allow this to be the year that you embrace. You know, you... Fully embrace, not partial, not just a little bit, but that you fully embrace your greatness. And if you know someone who needs some encouragement, you know, if you listen, this is what I want you to do. If you have a friend and you constantly trying to tell them they're the bomb.com, you constantly having to reassure them that they gifted. You constantly having to reassure them. That they're powerful. You constantly have to reassure them of everything and more. Share this with them. Don't say nothing. Just put it in the inbox. Say, watch this. <laughs> As a challenge. <laughs> but then sometimes, you know, they need to hear another voice. Let me be that voice. To encourage them. To admonish them. And to challenge them. From this day forward to embrace their greatness. I thank you all so much for joining me. You all be blessed. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com and register for her Power of the Pen for Grief webinar at MashaniAllen.com forward slash classes.